Welcome to the holiday edition of the Coppell Digital Learning Podcast. I'm Trisha. And I'm Allie, and we're so glad you're joining us today. Um, Trisha, we had a vision, a dream. Yes, a yes, dream. Yes, a holiday dream. A holiday dream. Of providing our educators with 12 amazing digital tools and strategies um, that they could maybe think about using in the new year. Okay. And, you know, it's awesome that the DLCs have some great ideas, but we thought we would go out to find some holiday angels um, out in our district uh, to share about their favorites. So we bring to you the first annual Annual. Ooh, okay. We're going to do this again. Every year. I wanted to sing this, but Trisha no, said no. I said, no, we're not singing. It was actually a really hard no. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I'm the dream crusher at my home. They call me the dream crusher. No, but, but we're next, not doing it. But next year, if you want to sing it, let me know because yeah. I'm all, I'm down for that. But anyway, <laughs> we bring you the first annual 12 digital tools slash strategies from CISD educators that could give your digital learning Tree, some amazing sparkle. On the first day of Christmas, we visited Denton Creek. Okay, here we are with Aspen Adams. She is a teacher at Denton Creek, uh, representing the big kindergartners. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. Um, so... Thank you for being here. Of course. All right. The first question is, what is your favorite digital tool or strategy? Um, our My favorite digital tool is the Vivitech boards that we have here at Ditton Creek. Um, kindergarten has one. I was been the lucky one to get to try it out and get to, you know, experiment with it. And um, it's been amazing, my classroom. It's um, kind of really changed the way I've used technology and how my kids have used technology. Awesome. Uh, and then the second question, why would you suggest someone use the Vivitech board? I would suggest it because it has taken the place of the smart boards, my projector, the dot camera, and all in one. Um, it's easy to airplay off of. I've used it for um, journal time, used it for brain breaks. We've used it through science and math and all the different subject areas. It's very versatile. I can move it to anywhere in the room. We've moved it to different classrooms. It's at the point to where it's low enough that my kids can write on it. They can you know, interact with the board. Um, and it's just kind of really recreated the way the use of technology. Awesome. Thanks so much. Of course. <laughs> on the second day of Christmas, we go to West. Hi, this is Trisha Goins. I'm the DLC at Coppell Middle School West, and I'm here with Sarah Albers. She is a sixth grade science teacher. Sarah, what is the gift of a tip or app that you want to share with us? So one of my favorite apps to use is Apple Classroom. Um, it is wonderful for teachers to have a watchful eye over their classrooms and make sure everybody is doing what they need to be doing. But my favorite part of it is being able to navigate students. Um, with sixth graders, sometimes they get a little squirrely and it's hard to get everybody on the same page at the same time. Um, but with Apple Classroom, I can just navigate them there. And the kids have actually fallen so in love with me being able to do that, that they request it um, for me to just send them where they need to be so they can all be doing what they need to be doing. At the right time. At the right time. Awesome, thank you, Sarah. No problem. On the third day of Christmas, we went to Pinkerton. 
Hey everyone, it's Casey, your DLC at Lee and Pinkerton, and I'm here with a fourth grade teacher from Pinkerton, Amanda Sweeney, and she's going to share with us today her digital tool and strategy that she loves. My new favorite tool is Apple Numbers. It has been a game changer in my classroom. The kids now have a workflow that they can use to go and self-manage their block of math during math time, and they really enjoy being able to move ahead at their own pace, and it also gives me the time to be able to pull my small groups and not worry about what my kids are working on. Awesome, I love it. Numbers is one of my favorite tools too. I'm so glad you get to use that in your classroom. Hope you all enjoy. On the fourth day of Christmas, we stop at East. Hey guys, this is Haley Hipke from Coffell Middle School East, and I'm here today to talk about my favorite digital tool. In my class, I teach sixth grade social studies, and my favorite tool to use is the app Paper 53, and we use it all the time with my sixth graders so they can take notes. It's very hard for sixth graders sometimes to focus and take long notes about topics that they really don't understand. And sometimes I caught my students always doodling their notes. So we love in my class to sketch note and we use paper 53, sometimes we use notability, but all the time my students use their stylus and we do all of these really cool things with the tools to make sure that our learning is more fun and experimental. I would definitely suggest someone try this app and especially with middle schoolers, it makes their note taking a lot more fun and my kids love to show off to all of their other teachers. And On the fifth day of Christmas, we go to North for Quizlet and Quizlet Live. Hi everybody, this is Brad. I'm from Coppola Middle School North, and I'm here with my friend Sandy Stubblefield, who teaches Spanish, and she wants to tell you a little bit about her favorite tech tool to use with her learners. Hello, Brad. I have lots of favorite tools that I use, but my most favorite one to help the kids, to help my students, would definitely be Quizlet. I teach Spanish, so uh, learning a new language requires a high volume of vocabulary to be memorized throughout the year. So I find I use Quizlet constantly with the kids and encourage them to use it daily so that they learn all of the vocabulary words as we're in particular units. And for the student, there's a variety of ways for them to use Quizlet uh, within the system. They can use Quizlet Learn, Quizlet Write, Quizlet Spell, Quizlet Match, the flashcards. It gives them a lot of variety and options for them to be able to accomplish memorizing these new words. Sandy, tell me a little bit more about why you love Quizlet so much. Well, in addition to the different features of Quizlet, it also provides audio and visual for the students so they can hear the word pronounced. And depending on who made the set of cards, there may be a picture like an apple when they're learning the word manzana, which increases their ability to learn. So I also like it because it's easy for me to have my students access Quizlet through the website. So from the teacher's perspective, I like Quizlet. Um, I design uh, sets for the kids. You can also use someone else's set that you find inside of Quizlet. You can copy it and edit it to do what you, you know, have the words you want. Um, I post the link to on my website so the kids can get it at any time. It would be easy to post at Schoology or wherever the teacher posts links for the students to access. Tell me more about Quizlet. 
Okay, there's a relatively new feature in Quizlet that just has been about a year now called Quizlet Diagrams. And that's also another component that I've found very handy. Uh, body parts, you can see how it would lend itself easily to maps or other uh, disciplines, not just a Spanish class, but uh, the kids like that and it adds another dimension to their learning. And also there's a way for you to use it in the classroom as a competitive game and my students love it they ask for it it's called quizlet live and it can be used with the set of cards or with the quizlet diagram if you're using one of those the game puts the kids in random groups then they get with their group and they compete with all the other groups to be the first to get 12 correct answers sometimes we play a silent round where students don't move to their group and that adds another component to that as well but they love it. Lots of giggles and squeals and that delights a teacher's heart. All right, Brad, I had one last thought okay. and that is that Quizlet can be played from anywhere. Oh. And I often have students that are not here but they're somewhere else, you know, like in another city, sometimes out of the country, and they join the class by Skype or by FaceTime, which we've done several times. But just recently, I had a student whose family had to leave the country for a while, and she was in Guadalajara, Mexico. And that day, we were doing Quizlet Live, so she joined in from Guadalajara, Mexico, and played right along with us. It just worked wonderfully. So the kids just thought that was great fun that she could join us, even though she wasn't physically here in the class with us because it's all online. That's amazing that you got her able to participate in the class even though she was out of the country. Well, Sandy, thank you for this time and sharing this information about Quizlet. I think everybody's going to be really interested to explore it more. I would highly recommend it. Thank you. On the sixth day of Christmas, we stop at Town Center. Hi, I'm Alina King Carlson, the librarian at Town Center Elementary, and one of my favorite digital tools is Shadow Puppet EDU, which is an app that allows users to create video slideshows by pulling in images or videos from their camera roll. You can also pin and pull in maps, and you can add text, music, voice, and wands or cursors to narrate and annotate the presenta presentation. Uh, this app has similar features and capabilities as Adobe Spark, Pages, and Clips, but personally, I think it's a little easier to use when you want to put images, videos, and text slides into a sequence for a slideshow presentation. The wand or cursor feature is one of my favorite features because it allows the creator to point to specific things on each slide in order to guide their audience's focus. This is a great tool for learners to demonstrate learning. Some ways that learners could use this is to present research on an animal, a person, a place, or anything. Using Shadow Puppet EDU, learners could take a picture of a page in a nonfiction book and use the wand to identify text features and record their voice to explain their thinking. Learners could also write their own poems or stories and illustrate them and pull in images of their illustrated poems or stories into the Shadow Puppet app and record themselves reading their work as they point to each word with a wand while reading so that another reader could later view the video, listen, and follow along, kind of karaoke style. Teachers can, use, teachers can use this app to give instructions or demonstrate activities or lessons for stations or flipped lessons. And if a teacher is going to have a substitute, the teacher could record themselves giving directions that the substitute could play for the class the day that the teacher is absent. Those are just a few of the ways that I've used Shadow Puppet EDU, but I can think of many more uses across all grade levels and subject areas. The seventh day of Christmas, 
we head over to Austin. This is Megan. I'm the digital learning coach at Austin and Lakeside. I'm with Natalie Harvey. She's a second grade math and science teacher at Austin. Natalie, what is your favorite app and why? So I have a lot of favorite apps, um, but right now what I'm loving is not even an app. It's just the screen recording on your iPad. So if you double tap your iPad, there's a button that you can click on and it'll record anything and everything you do on your screen. There's an option to use it with the mic or without the mic. And so we've been working a lot with place value and making numbers, composing numbers, adding numbers. So I've been doing a lot of screen recordings for my kids to go back and look at if they need to review a concept. But I've also been using it to share with parents with how we're um, teaching math and how we're teaching addition and subtraction with multiple digits um, in second grade. On our eighth stop, we go to Valley Ranch. I'm here with Julie Boyles from Valley Ranch Elementary, mm -hmm. and she's going to share one of her digital gifts for Christmas. So first off, what is your favorite digital tool or strategy? Uh, one of my favorite uh, digital strategies would be app smashing. So combining uh, two or more apps together uh, to get an end result. Now, how do you make sure the kids have the skills to do that? Yes. Um, so you have to start with a lot of uh, front teaching or kind of pre-assessing where they are with the apps that you want them to smash together. So that's how I would start is kind of give them a task to complete in single apps before you can put them together. Excellent. Yeah. Now, what are some of your favorite apps to smash together? Yes. Or how do you give kids that fame framework? Yes. Um, so some of the apps we like to smash together. There's no nine ladies dancing because this time we're going to CHS. Hi, my name is Sorel Kimball and I teach chemistry at Coppell High School. And I'm going to talk about what I am actually most excited to use. And I'm really excited to get to use um, the Spheros and the Sphero EDU app in order to help my students program robots in order to represent ions moving in a chemical reaction. So it's really hard for students in chemistry to visualize what the molecules are actually doing and what the ions are actually doing in a chemical reaction and how they break up and reform new compounds. And so if we can get them to the point where they can actually program those robots to be able to actually do it and see it happening in real life, that'll be much more concrete for those students that have trouble with that abstract thinking. Um, I'm also really looking forward to creating simulations with Keynote um, and with Magic Move in order to help them. Um, and on the 10th day, we stop at CHS 9. Hello, I'm here with CHS 9 educator Ryan Simpson, who teaches AP Human Geography and is the team lead, and he is also one of our student council sponsors. Ryan, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me on here, Sam. Um, so can you tell us, what is your favorite digital tool or strategy? 
So my favorite digital tool or strategy is what's called classroomscreen.com. Um, the DLCs at CHS showed it last year in an email and I really kind of just ran with it. Um, I am a very like type A person where I like to have protocols to maximize my class time. So um, I'll have one up every day. It's got the clock on it. It's got different timers and background sounds. It's got um, different work symbols so the students know whether to be working independently or um, all the way into a full group interaction. There's a traffic light so they know about the um, uh, more things that you could do with Classroom Screen are you can pull up a text box and actually type in the different lesson plan for the day, basically going from a warm-up all the way to an exit ticket if you wanted to, so students know exactly what we're going to be doing that day. It gets the heat off of you as well, and have all the kids come up and say, what are we doing, what are we doing? Um, there's a QR code, so you could guide them to an activity or an exit ticket like uh, we do on our team. Uh, some other things, you could do random name and IDs, you can do backgrounds, you can change them to different things like GIFs, for example, to kind of keep their attention if you need to. So um, it's just a really great thing to use for um, different organization as well as keeping students on task. Thank you so much for sharing, Ryan. You are welcome. On the 11th day, let's stop at the admin building. Well, hi there. This is Nancy Garvey, Director of Digital Learning, and I'm here with Anita De La Isla. Hi, Anita. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. How are you? Good. I'm excited that you're on this podcast with us, and you are one of our 13 Digital Gifts Smackdown. And so I'd like to ask you, oh wait, first of all, what's your role in the district? I am the Director of Literacy, Pre-K-12. Oh, wonderful. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so Anita, can you give us your favorite digital tool or strategy and why someone would want to use it? Well, this was really hard to narrow it down because I have so many, but right now my favorite digital tool is Google Keep, specific for yeah. conferring notes. Oh, can you tell me more about that? Yes. Yeah. So um, I was on a campus the other day, and I, I use Google Keep, but I have not used it for this purpose, and I just thought it was the most fantastic idea. So the teacher does all of her conferring using Google Keep, and she has you know, a tab for every single one of her students because the students can record their voice so they can read and the teacher can record their them reading and keep it in their conferring notes. She can uh, use her, her pencil to write oh, on her yeah. iPad. You can do it on your phone. You can transfer it to Google um, Drive. So there's just so many ways and then it's all organized there for you. You can add pictures. You can add, you know, all kinds of things and just keep it all in one place and it's absolutely free, which as a teacher, we love free things. So that's one of the things that I never thought of using Google Keep that Me way. I, we mostly just use it for checklists uh -huh. and this is just a great way. And you can also share it with other people too. So you can have collaborators on that too. If you share students, mm -hmm. you can share yeah. that as well. So that's oh. my new... Thing that I didn't know about that I learned from a teacher. I love that. Okay, because I was thinking the same thing while you were talking. Google Keep is an amazing tool in itself, but to find innovative ways like that to use it, um, and then just using Google Apps Suite, like you said, it's free. They already have logins, and now they're creating a system to be able to share what they know about kids. Like, what a great way to do that. So thank you for sharing that, Anita. Yes, thank you. On the 12th day of Christmas, we thought we could go visit all of the other campuses, but 
What, Allie? But we also thought that you listeners might have some ideas to share. So on the 12th day of Christmas, we want to know what your favorite tools and strategies are. Share them to hashtag CopLDLC. It's time for your call to action. And if you were listening to the 12th day, you already have a little me call to action. Sharing your gifts with us at hashtag CopLDLC. We want to know what strategies and tools you are of learning. But we also have a bigger call to action for you because it's about to be holiday break. And we really want to encourage you to take some time to rest, reflect, and renew. And if you happen to maybe listen to our podcast while you're reflecting, resting, or renewing, that would be amazing too. Okay. Man, Trisha, that was so much fun. All those about strategies they loved. Um, I really wish we could have visited all of the schools. Oh, wait. Okay. Oh, wait. I have a great idea. The ones that we didn't get to, why don't we do this again in February for Valentine's Day? Oh, I love it. And share the digital learning love. Love it. All right. So be listening. Um, get your ears out. Get your eyes out. What do you see? What do you hear? What are people using? Exactly. And if you're from one of those schools that wasn't featured on this podcast, reach out to us. We'd love to feature you on the Valentine episode. Happy holidays. This is Allie. And Trisha. Signing, signing off. off. Till our, our next, next episode. episode.